Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. The session will start in two minutes. Hi, this is Rahul Rajiv. Today is September 20th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Ready Noon PC uh, is conducting Zoom and conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please announce your name and uh, and let uh, Gayatri know that you're a newcomer. We do promote. If you have never asked the question, though, you'll be promoted. You just need to show your face and you have to let Gayatri know that you're a newcomer. Pavan? Hi, this is Pavan. Sorry, I was trying to figure out raising a hand. Uh, uh, this is my first time on the call. Uh, uh, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, is it okay for me to go ahead and ask the question now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, please. Great. My priority date, EB2, is uh, o- October 31st, 2013. Currently, EB2 has a September, uh, has a July 2011 date. Uh, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, EB3 has a current date of January uh, uh, first week, 8th or 1st. Would you mm-hmm. recommend downgrading or waiting for a few months? And it's done. I would not wait. You never, I would not wait. And I don't know why you waited in the first instant it, itself at all. I don't know why you waited. Because these things sometimes when they go back, it may take for you 10 years to get it back. So being in adjustment of status is the best thing that you could do. So I would file the 485 right now. I will not wait. All right. Um, and um, uh, is, is are you uh, accepting uh, helping uh, individuals yeah. with filing the 485? Sure. Yes, but your company, you? has to, your, yes. your company has to uh, your company has to your company has to your company has to your company has to agree. Right. No, no, no. In the I-140, they have to they even have to uh, help us in the I-140 also they provide yes. the documentation. They are they are open to doing that. Uh, oh yeah. So what would be, how do I reach out to your uh, company? I sent an email to you. I sent an email to you. Info at rnlockgroup.com. You drop an email to that, and then we will give you all the directions from there. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you then. Next May question, please. Hi, uh, Rahul. Thank you for the for your time. Um, I had one question. Um, so my priority date is June 2011, and um, you know I have downgraded last year in October. Um, You're from Houston, is it right, Meher? That's right. That's right. Yes, oh, I, I think you wants to. Yeah. Yes. yes. So um, my question is: I downgraded, and obviously the application is with uh, Texas Service Center, and mm-hmm. um, you know my biometrics are done. I sent the Medicals with the initial application. Mm-hmm. 
but because of the delay with the green card process and everything um you know i was thinking uh, whether even to do uh, do an interfile to eb2 or send a new uh, eb2 I, did your i140 get approved meher yes it did i would not do it what i would not do anything right now though because okay. interfiling is not like medical they have to change a lot of things your categorization is eb3 now you have to move to eb2 they need to change a lot of things in there and okay. then it's not that easy for them to do it okay and what I would not what you, okay um if not interfiling i mean after waiting for 6 months or so and still the green card process is not moving i will i will of... i will i will let you know if i change my opinion on this because uh, not only that we are immigration practitioners we also have a lot of people like you who will give the feedback to us saying that mm-hmm. okay mine was approved mine was not approved uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we will see if there is any other another person who is the you know scapegoat I don't want no. you, Meher, from Houston to be skateboard. I know you personally. <laughs> I Not that, that I want you to skateboard, but <laughs> I want to see some of the daring guys to go and watch. Uh, but typically, my my thing is that it 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 takes a lot more time, and you are not expected to get a positive result. Uh, you are better off where you are rather than changing the lane. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate that. Next question, please. The only need reason for the new application was to send it to MSC, but I'll I'll just wait for your guidance later. I think. Thank yeah. You, thank you yeah thank you lavnish yeah hi uh, hi rahul uh, first of all i would like to say thank you uh, because your idea of file interfiling medical it worked and i can say at least three people who i recommended after listening to you all got their green cards so that's nice good to thank hear. you thank you very much for that sure. so uh, my question today uh, i'm f- first time on this call so uh, my question uh, today is how soon after getting green card you can you know safely change the job one minute okay it's one minute all right so because i heard uh, you know i was reading articles online you know people have different opinion you know 30 60 90 180 day rule you know everybody is talking about different so a lot of confusion around so that's well, why, let me know. let me simply tell you a law Mm-hmm. according to ac21 you could change the company before you get the green card you know that is right yes 180 days where is the restriction go. yes then when is the restriction afterwards after that one day afterwards you can flip a burger you cannot be a, you can you can be a microsoft ceo you can be a google ceo you can be a lawyer like me or you can just sit down and do nothing sir okay wonderful i i have been hearing your uh, tv asia show as well as you know your weekly webinar uh, every sure. tuesday and i heard this same term and but i just wanted to come and personally ask this question just to get my you know own sure. thing satisfaction no and i really appreciate and thank again you. i think on behalf of all the people who have been benefited by you i would like to say thank you thank thank you appreciate very much thank you sir yeah. thank you bye bye jurson yeah thank you um thanks edi for your time um uh, i have a question uh my wife she has a h4 uh, which is pending and she got mm-hmm. in h1b and um, the company is you know filing the um h1 and they are just upgraded uh, her h1 as a premium processing and her mom is you know really sick she plan to you know go back to india uh, pretty soon 
So what what should I do? I mean, does she have a stamping in the passport? Um, she has a H four which is expired on you know August twenty twenty one. So she has to go for stamping though. Then the question is, she needs to get an appointment which is backlogged right now, very right. significantly. How does she plan to? Does she have? Well, we have heard the rumor, but as of now, there's no confirmation that the travel ban. Do you have children who are born in USA? No. Well, as long as she's prepared to go and stay there for one or two years, okay, she can go. Okay. And this change of status will be automatically denied if she leaves the country before October four. A change of status will be denied, not the H one B. So her change of status will be denied. that means that she is not technically counted towards the h1b number to be counted towards the h1b number either she has to get the stamping in india okay mm-hmm. the other way around to get that is to actually uh, to actually uh, 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 come back and apply for the change of status again okay so if she leave uh, you know either october 1st or october 2nd so it's different october 2nd it's different because she would have then be on h1b assuming that the h1b is already approved then she is technically counted towards the h1b number okay then if she goes back she can either come back on h4 or she can come back on h1b either way she can convert into h1b without going to the lottery system which you know is a nightmare yeah no which one is the okay. best obviously coming staying until october and then going would be the best option for her okay so you mean to say that like you know i can uh, she can stay up to you know uh, october the end and then right 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 and then come back here by you know h1 is that what that's right sir mm-hmm. okay thank you so much uh, that's right next person please shubhrasad hi rahul uh, thank you so much for taking the call um my situation is um uh my prior date is is uh, 2012 february and then uh, the previous employer is now willing to do h1 transfer and kind of apply eb2 eb2 is also filing date at least is current right now oh But, lucky uh, employer can you recommend this guy to everybody please <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but the but the situation is current employer right now uh it's almost middle of perm process uh it's like you know applied in august and uh, hopefully it will it will be done in december or january um with with the new employer with the current employer i do have option to kind of wait for 5 months and then see if eb3 action date get current or eb2 action date current and then apply it. I, i i i get cursed on a lot of people's emp- opportunities and all those things i get cursed you can look into some of the youtube reviews that i get it you have destroyed my opportunity and all those things i may well have done them to that i take the sin with me uh, but i have a reason um honestly i would just leave and join the company and file the forex right now i don't know if this board would continue i don't know when it is after 6 months you're free you can do i mean you're not free just like the other guy flicking a burger in mcdonalds and working in lawyer no you're not that free but you're almost free on the ac21 for 6 months i don't know why you waited all this you would have been free by this time you did not no, the, mean, the problem know. is uh, he was not willing to he was that. not willing now he's yeah. willing to go do it yeah because i am going so, i am so going be- back I am okay. going back. I am going back if I will. 
Yeah, before it was downgate, right? So that's why he was like, you know, no, no, I cannot do downgate. I got it. I yeah. got the point. Yeah. That's fine. There are some yeah. minus points on the downgrade uh, because of the ability to pay in certain other issues. But if there is no downgrade, your I-140 yeah. is already approved. You go, you file it, you're out. Six months, okay. you're out. The, another question is, can can we do both? Like, you know, apply 485 here without H-1 transfer and then also wait for four months and then, you know, apply another 485? You can do so. Oh, okay. You can do so. Okay. Like concurrently, like two, two, four, eighty five. Oh no, you. I would withdraw the previous I, I four eight five. I'll ah. maintain the H one. Withdraw the previous I four eight five. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so Next much. Next person, please. Ajay. Uh, hello. So thank you, Rahul, for uh, uh, for the session. So I am currently an F one student over here, and as mm -hmm. an F one student. Uh, I have also have my OPT uh, filing, which happens in about a year. Uh, before that, I wanted to know, especially due to COVID guidelines, am I allowed to go back? And uh, uh, you know, is there any, is there anything which I would face multiple hurdles which I would face if I'm going back to India right now during December and com coming back? Uh, so, so I'm sorry. Did you say anything about H1B or no? No, no, this is not related to H1B. So I'm currently on my F1. And uh, as an F1 student, uh, as a student on F1 visa over here, I do realize yeah, that, uh, yeah. You don't have a travel ban, yeah, okay. Uh, I don't have a travel ban as such, but uh, okay. I, but there is this, uh, I, I heard that there's a multiple period of, uh, uh, multiple period where you have to stay somewhere else in a third country for, uh, uh, you know, COVID, uh, no, that, something that's like not that. That's not applicable for students. You you guys can come back. You don't have to stay 15 days outside, 14 days outside the country. So it does not matter even if it is, uh, even if it, I'm not a new F1 student, right? I, I, I'm already yeah, in the right. right now. That's right. Yeah. You can still go and come back without subject to the travel restrictions. Got it. Uh, the second question is, if I'm traveling via a third country, that is instead of direct to uh, in US to India, if I'm going via Middle East or let's say Europe, would would the same thing apply? It depends on. Um, I, I I don't know exactly though. You need to look into with the with the travel agencies. They are very good in those things. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Next person, please. Sharat. Hi, um, hi. Thanks, thanks for taking taking my call. Uh, quick thing. Um, thanks a lot, Raul. Um, my priority date is August two thousand eleven on EB two, and uh, I filed a downgrade and four eighty five in November two twenty twenty. Uh, it's uh, EB three approved, and in July I had to actually go for a family emergency travel to India, and um, I came back on H one B because it's valid until next year May. Now the question is, um, um, what do I do with my I, uh, advanced parole? My company lawyer says that you don't have to worry about until they, if they are rejecting it, they are gonna send a message. Otherwise, um, you stay on to it. Would it? Do I have to do anything on this one? Let's say I don't want to disagree with your company's lawyer. Mm -hmm. Even though he didn't made a correct statement, I don't want to disagree with him because in practice, though, he is right. If they approve it, there is no problem for people. If they don't approve it, you can refile it. 
Okay, so if they, so I have heard that even if you get the combo card, that technically that uh, parole is not valid because you're you right. Use... You're right. But when people, thousands of people have used, they are coming back. There's no problem. It's up okay. to you. Just file, just file another, another advance parole and explain to them. Look, I traveled outside the country. That's the reason I'm filing an advance parole. Send it to them. Uh, file one more. This is okay. zero filing fees anyway. Okay, I can do myself. I mean, yeah, you can do yourself. And we need. I don't need to withdraw the previous one. Don't withdraw it. Okay. Just next. Just, okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Agar. He's not legally right, but he's practically right. Hello, sir. Uh, yes, thank sir. you for taking the call. Uh, so I received my uh, EAD advance payroll under EB1C. Uh, the last thing I received was an RFE for submitting the medical records. I submitted back in June. It's been close to like 90 days, but I haven't heard anything from USCIS. Uh, the case uh, does not update online. Uh, tier 1, Tier 2 agents, they don't respond. I'm just checking what, what are my options on following up. Welcome to United States of America. Um, there's nothing you can do. I just need to wait. Yeah. Okay. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Next Thanks. person, please. Srinivas. Hi, Rahul um, Redigar. Good afternoon. Uh, I have one question. I think I already asked, but then I need some clarification. So I'm in Canada. Um, I applied for H1. I had some RFE and everything. I'm dealing with that, but. Once I come to the US, uh, I have you said that I have one year period after um, after 485 is current. I need to apply the 485, right? Once my priority is current, is it the final action date or the or the filing final date? action? Final so action. Not date. not not filing date, right? Not filing date. So so yeah, is there any link in the USCS? But I'm trying to get that thing and it's very it's a little bit more confusing for people. As I was speaking with the other gentlemen, the practice has been different though. We have seen people getting extension for one year though. We have never seen people getting not getting extension even though after the final action date is correct though. So if you will search, you'll get more confused. Okay. 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 Uh, okay, so. The practical answer is they are extending the H1Bs for one year. They're not extending for three years for some people. Oh, okay. So, which means that once my final action date, which is last July, so I have until next July because my wife cannot come. So, I have time until next July to file 485. Once I come to US, yeah, even if it's a little late. Because you guys have you to... file and wait for your wife to come in. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to come to the US. Uh, right now, I had an RFI yeah. saying, that, yeah, RFI on H1B saying that uh, which part of entry, okay. which. Yeah. Oh, one question. What is the travel ban? You guys are talking about the travel ban for the H1Bs is the travel ban coming from you Canada? Uh, for coming from Canada, there is no travel ban. Okay. If, if you're a Canadian citizen, if you have H1B, you can come with no travel ban, right? No travel ban for you. Okay. Thanks. Ne next person, please. Monica. Um, hi. Uh, my name is Sampath. Uh, on behalf of Monica. The question was, uh, she's still waiting for her H4 extension approval. Uh, can she travel to India? Is it an extension? Yes, extension. Is it EAD plus uh, H4 or just H4? Yes, H4 plus EAD. We applied both together. She can travel. When is her H4 expiring? Uh, it, it already expired. So she's planning to go get the stamping and come back? Uh, yes. We have an option yes. Dropbox, so... Is she eligible for the, do you have children who are born in USA? 
Yes, we have a child in you. Yes, she can go and come back. Um, as a safety method, though, I would file a EAD again when she comes back. Oh, EAD once again. Um, yeah, but but she can don't travel. withdraw the previous don't withdraw the previous one. Just file one more EAD. Okay, um, we are also uh, in the process of filing four eighty five, uh, so there's no risk involved uh, with that, right? Come on, why does your wife want to travel at this time when you're filing the four eighty five? So, is it immediately? Will there be any you know chance of? Uh, so, when 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 are you planning to file the four eighty five? We are uh, pretty much ready. Um, the uh, is the prior date current in September or October? Um, the priority date is two thousand thirteen November. So, it, so it's current it, in it. It is current. So, when are you filing the four eight five before uh, I, she leaves or after she leaves? Before she leaves, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, uh, before she leaves, she's planning not right now, but in a couple of months, uh, she's planning to travel. Is that yeah? Okay? Yeah, it's, that's fine. I mean, normally H four should not be a much big problem though. Okay. 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 But, but she can need... travel and come back and then 485 will be fine. Remember the advanced parole problem the other gentleman was discussing about? She should just apply for advanced parole again. Okay. Okay. Next person, please. Guru Prasad. Yeah, if you're in H1 and H4, uh, you can travel while the 485 is pending. It's not considered to be abundant, though. Okay. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, this is my first time. Thanks a lot. Uh, so I'm on H1B right now. Uh, my prevailing wage got approved on 8th of June. Can mm -hmm. you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. okay. Uh, my prevailing 8th wage... 8th of June got... is prevailing wage. So most probably yes. your company will be filing your labor certification in a month or two. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm hearing back and forth. Okay. Uh, and I, I was just thinking, uh, so it's, it's been three months and so I was just thinking, is it advisable that I can self-petition an EB2 uh, NIW without, without like the companies uh, petitioning for me? I just want to self-petition. You can. Uh, if, you're, if you're eligible for it, you can. You can have both parallelly going EB, um, the labor certification and EB, uh, national interest waiver. You can do both at the same time. It's not conflicting. Okay, it's not conflicting. And uh, so uh, um, can I send an email to uh, RNN group, Ready and Human group? Uh, no, we are at this point of time a little bit busy in accepting national interest waiver unless it's, it's some of the companies we represent. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so, I mean, I have a master's degree and... Uh, in the United States um, and, and kind of got some like eight eight or nine years of experience. So that's kind of my position. If that's the only thing that you're looking into national interest waiver, that doesn't qualify. Oh, okay. There must be national interest waiver is, for example, if you're working on some uh, power projects where it, you know the transmission power is wasting 10%, but you are getting it only to 8%, which is 2% is... 20 gigawatts in United States, and that is going to be uh, not burning 10,000 acres or something, 50,000 acres. Those are the kind of things. ADS oh. experience is not the thing, though. Oh, you must okay. have something special. Okay, okay. Thanks a lot. Appreciate that. Next person, please. Arun? 
Hi Rahul, uh, Namaste. Uh, thank you for everything, and this is the first sure. time. I moved from company A to company B. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I was with uh, company B, company A till to twenty twenty twenty. So my labor mm-hmm. was approved with a new company. My priority date is twenty twelve. So I'm filing one forty with new 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 company. So the job codes, uh, the old and the new are different. Old company is management, and new company is software uh, engineer. So mm-hmm. will there be a problem in the new one forty? Because the labor has approved on the new. When you are so you are only concerned about porting the dates, right? Okay. Yeah. So for porting the dates, though, the codes don't have to match at all. So if okay. your previous code was a lawyer like me, immigration okay. lawyer, and now okay. you are moving into software profession, though, you can port yeah. the date. Absolutely okay. not a problem. Okay. now okay. when does codes the soc codes will become a problem is if you have filed an i140 with the company and you are filing a 485 with the company and your job position has changed significantly from lawyer to software profession or from software to lawyer position that's a problem in the case like yours here you're moving from company a to company b and you only putting the date the previous job position can be a flipping the burger labor and now you are becoming a lawyer absolutely not a problem next person please thank you so much naga ha- hello yes naga ha- hi 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 team uh, i'm first time joining this call so i have a question like uh, actually i am about to lose my job so i'm planning to apply for uh, h4 transfer actually my wife is on h1 and she is waiting for her uh, i140 approval so mm-hmm. if if i apply for uh, uh, h4 and if it gets uh, approved in let's say in couple of months so do i need to uh, will my h1 gets denied automatically when you say h1 gets denied do you mean to say that your h1b lottery gets cancelled uh, no 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 I, i am also in h1 currently We so you're in H1B. H1B. You're in H1B. Yeah. When you yes. apply for H4, when the H4 is approved, you're out of H1B. Your H1 is no longer valid. Oh, okay, okay. But if you want to move back to H1B, uh-huh. you can apply for a change of status from H4 to H1, and you do not have to go through the lottery system. Okay. And in that process, do I need to go back to home country and get no stamp? No. Okay. You don't need to. Okay. You don't yeah. need to. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank Next thank person. Bhima Reddy. Yeah. Hi. Uh, hi, Rahul. How are you? This is the first time I am logging here. Sure. Yeah. Thanks a lot uh, for your information. Currently, I am in H one B holder. I am is a non immigrant. Mm-hmm. Can of I do sure. any, uh, cryptocurrency trading? Uh, any apps and all? As a immigration lawyer? Yeah. Yes, you can. okay because uh, nowadays is a bitcoins everything right uh, but few people said uh, uh, h1b holders cannot do any transaction any trading for crypto so no, that's what that's not that is the wrong statement you can do you can do no. trade stock you can do trade uh, cryptocurrencies nothing wrong with it oh okay 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 thank you you thank you're, you. you're not mining is it right yes yes i am not mining just only trading you're just trading absolutely you can no problem with it As a guy who lost so much money in the stock market, 
<laughs> I will tell you straight away. Don't take my words, okay? I'm not a okay. financial guy. Okay. Next person, please. Jay. Hello, Rahul. How are you? Thanks for okay. taking my call. Uh, yes, Rahul, uh, I changed my employer uh, uh, recently, two years ago, and my priority date, uh, uh, September 2013, became current in EB3. Uh, mm-hmm. And my old employer had filed uh, in EB2. So uh, just wondering, uh, it you know, my current employer is still in the process of applying PERM. So do you recommend if I can go back to my old employer, do I have to start working for them? And do, I, do they have to downgrade my application from EB2 to EB3? Is, what, is what is the priority date you said? September 2013, Rahul. September 2013. So they're, they're intending yeah. to downgrade or uh, because it's not current in EB2? Correct, correct. And uh, I'm just approaching my old employer. So I wanted to first confirm with you, how should I approach it? Like uh, with them, do I need to start working for them or? Technically, you don't need to be working with them. But... Okay. You need to check with them to see what they want. Right. If they would say to you, no, you have to come and work for us, then you don't have an option. Right, but right. Legally speaking about, you don't have to be working for that company. Understood. And if I start working for them, Rahul, uh, can do they need to downgrade it from EB2 to EB3? Or how does they, that work? They have to, if, 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 because, because if they don't, the priority date is not current. They cannot file the okay. additional status. And how long does it take all the downgrade process? And- you can file the downgrade N485 at the same time. Okay, okay. And the job title has to be the same that I had applied to back in the day. Similar, but yeah. Current. Okay, Rahul. Uh, thank you so much. So I can, I, I'll try to contact them and see if they will, you know, hire. I, do that. I don't know why you did not contact them in October, but yeah, if I were you, I would. Next person, please. Thank you, sir. A is... Hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for taking my call and thank you for holding this um, sure. conference call. Apologies, I didn't realize that, you know, folks need to have um, video on, so I don't have video. No option. problem. Go ahead. Um, okay, so going to my issue, I wanted to understand the difference between interfiling and sending documents in response to a notice from the um, agency. Um, are you speaking about medical? Or are you speaking of anything else? No, I'm speaking about sending original documents. Um, that what original documents are we speaking about? We're talking about a court disposition that it's copy we submitted with our 485 application, but now we are working on sending medical uh, forms. So I'm not understanding which one, is it a court documentation or is it a medical I'm speaking about? So I'm asking a question about court document. Well, you can do the interfiling. If you, you can do interfiling, whether you do the copy of the documents or original documents, interfiling, we have given directions for interfiling in the chat room. You can check it out and do it. Yeah, no, sorry. My question is not that. My concern is, so my understanding is that interfiling is sort of a uncertain process where things- But which document reach... are you speaking about, ma'am? I'm not it's, getting it. It's, it's, so, so we filed a 485 application. I did not did ask not you submit... what you filed. What are you planning to file? We are submitting medicals, but along with that, we are wondering if we also send originals of a court disposition. 
code dispositions, they don't need originals though. You can send a copies though. Oh, okay. They would require the code disposition original copies when and if they need it at the time when you go for the interview. So oh. at the time when you yeah. file the medical though, go ahead to send the code copies though. Do not, do not send the originals. But sometimes these code documents, especially the US code documents, ma'am, mm -hmm. they give copies of the originals for every $4 you pay. In that case, where you are just paying them $4 to get the originals, I will make a couple of $4 and give one to them. Yeah, this one is difficult to get. Uh, if it is difficult to send, make a copy and send it to them. Okay, thank you. Next person, please. Amit. Hey Rahul, hi. Yeah, I got a question. Like, uh, I'm planning. Um, I'll be the last caller. Amit will be the last caller, and the rest of the people can uh, put it in the chat, guys. I'll try to respond as much as possible. Go ahead, Amit. Sorry. So I just want to have a question regarding the H4 EAD for my spouse. In case if I change my employer and it files a new H1 transfer followed by H4 extension, and if my previous employer withdraws H1 and H4. So is EAD getting uh, invalidated in this scenario? Uh, there are some cases about 10% of the time we have seen a problem. Though. Rest of the 90% of the time, they will look into that you filed another H1B, you got another H1B approval. They'll track it and give that, uh, give your wife until your H1B expires, the new companies though. But as a precautionary method though, here is what I want you to do though. I mean, I want you to file H4 and EAD Again, for your wife, when you're moving to a different company. But uh, her H4 EAD is valid uh, for next two years still. Still, file it. Yeah. Even still. if it's valid for two years, though, uh, there's a lot of people that would say that, oh, before 120 days, you can't file it. They ignore that rule, they file it. Whenever the H4 and EAD is being filed, we never had any problem. Go ahead, file the H4 and EAD if you move to a different company. Okay. And can she travel to India in this process? While the extension is pending, yeah, she can travel to India as you know the stamping and the travel restrictions. Otherwise, right. she's fine to travel. Okay, thank you. Okay, uh, the questions are asking about the uh, reconciliation. Yes, uh, yesterday in the TV show, I did say about it, but in the night, we got the news saying that they have rejected the provisions that had been sent by the House to the Senate, though. Um, there is still a lot of other possibilities for how this can be coming into immigration, can be coming into. Uh, so um, we are evaluating, we are consulting with our immigration law, uh, immigration lawyers association. There are a lot of things that are popping up. Um, we will look into uh, what is the next step that we need to do, um, especially since immigration provisions are being blocked by the parliamentarian, the one that decides which will go into budget. Uh, uh, there are a lot of people that are involved in this uh, budget reconciliation bill, especially on the immigration side. We on the business immigration side are not the big guys though, comparatively. Uh, so there are provisions that are there with related to um, uh, DACA people, which is where uh, most of the concerns are. So we'll see if they would rewrite the bill, re do something differently. Um, we'll be working with our Immigration Lawyers Association to see what the next step would be in this. In this. Um, 
uh, there is no way of getting uh, Srinath uh, that if you file the interfile, there's no way of knowing whether your interfile uh, has worked or not. But believe me that we get so many emails from people saying that my interfile has worked and I got the green card. And I, you know, if it worked, please don't send an email. We know it's working, guys. We know it was working before. Otherwise, we wouldn't have suggested you. Uh, but there is no way of knowing if it's actually worked or not, we, we won't know until you get the green card though. There's no way of uh, telling immediately that they will tell you something. Uh, Mr. Kohli. Um, uh, Mr. Kohli has not joined the previous company though. Um, just because you didn't join the previous company, it's not a minus. By itself, you are an H4 EAD. Um, it's it's okay. It's not that big of a deal, though. Uh, that, but with regards to the project and other thing, you may want to discuss because not if they are not providing a project for you, that's a problem. Uh, technically, that's a problem. So, especially what you speak, what you don't speak, you may want to be careful when you go for the interview. Uh, Anamika, you said you are working for a different company. Your, your previous company filed an I-140. That's all I know, but I don't know. There was a question before or afterwards. Uh, travel ban restrictions, there are. Um, there are. Uh, we got the rumor. I didn't study it on it uh, with regards to uh, that they may relax for the vaccinated people, uh, but we'll update you tomorrow on our YouTube and uh, YouTube and Facebook, guys. Oh, Salman has a very good question. Is there anything I can do to transfer my case? Uh, address change, no. Uh, even if you change the address, they may not move it to MSE. Uh, there is nothing you can do about it. It's a pure, pure luck. Uh, AJ says, my green uh, new card has been produced. Does it mean GC is approved if on the 485? Yeah, that looks to be that your GC is approved. 99% of the time, yeah, that is the case. And good luck, AJ. Looking at... Uh... A uh, consulting company has filed downgrade application and last October, they may still have the, uh, they may still maintain an address in Chicago though. If they maintain an address in Chicago, that won't cause any problem. You don't have to file one more legal certification. Uh, if you don't get, uh, Shanti got a letter from the lawyer saying through fax, oh my goodness. Um, did we, uh, uh, didn't get the physical interview. That's okay. You can use that fax um, to go for the interview. And please uh, watch the video that we put it on do's and don'ts on I-485 interview. Uh, I'll put that video again for you guys in this, uh, Shanti, okay? Yes, 
Uh, we have seen some of these weird things coming out, uh, especially for the... Um, uh, we have seen some weird things coming out, especially for the 485 interviews before September 30th. Um, that kind of faxes, geeks, we've seen those kind of things. So uh, definitely uh, that's something that you may want to uh, you may want to look into, Shanti. Thank you guys for coming in and see if I can get some easy questions that I can answer. Uh, the next conference call will be tomorrow. And don't forget that we do have a YouTube and Facebook. We are going to update all the immigration stuff uh, tomorrow, guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.